You're listening to Daily Notes, presented by Home Sideways. On this episode of Daily Notes, we take another journey with Spielberg, and we talk about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I drink your milkshake. If you only knew the power of the dark side. You have my curiosity. Now you have my attention. This is how I win. Shall we begin? Julio! Julio! <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Almost Sideways Movie Podcast. My name is Adam. These are my daily notes where I have fun conversation about films. Haven't had a, a single daily notes episode in quite a bit, but we are back at it. And I'm really excited because we're talking about Spielberg once again. This is paying off a couple weeks almost a month now since I've done a solo Daily Notes episode, it feels like I have been doing the sideshow, which is really cool, going through Barry. We, I think at this point recording, we did about three episodes of those, so stay tuned on every Thursday, you'll see those drop. But anyway, the uh, we're going back to Journey of Spielberg, playing something off from a, a month ago. We're talking about Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. One of my movies that I definitely wanted to talk about in this journey series and I've decided you know that maybe I need to just do the Indiana Jones franchise so I think we'll definitely try to knock out that because we did finish uh, a franchise of the Jurassic World franchise Jurassic Park franchise so I was like oh, let's talk about Indiana Jones because I think there's some stuff to be said here and I've done Raiders of the Lost Ark if you've followed the podcast for any length of time I did do Raiders of the Lost Ark last year so it's only fitting to do Indiana Jones the Temple of Doom but before I really get started with my thoughts on Temple of Doom just Indiana Jones in general is just an iconic character. I'm a big Harrison Ford fan, and I'm a big Star Wars fan as well, so Harrison Ford kind of crosses over these two amazing franchises that I really hold dear to my heart that are childhood favorites. And uh, three movies um, in the two different franchises did make my top 100 list, obviously Raiders and A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Both, All three of those ones made it appearances in my top 100 so it's definitely a franchise that i hold really uh, both those franchises are something i hold close to my heart and it has a great deal to do with harrison ford and i kind of shared my love for harrison ford when i did talk about air force one a few uh, a while back and just it's just something about him he's just a captivating actor that i just enjoy a lot of his movies and i want to see more of his works and get to know his filmography a lot better than i do I uh, just enjoy I just enjoy it so much. But anyway, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark actually on Father's Day weekend, my uh, my daughter and my wife actually surprised me by taking me out to see Raiders of the Lost Ark on the big screen. That was such a fun, amazing experience. Hearing the John Williams score and seeing an iconic character in an iconic movie on the big screen where it deserves to be seen. Really awesome experience there. Uh, but anyway, today we are talking about Indiana Jones. In the Temple of Doom. If adventure has a name, it must be Indiana Jones. From Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. You 
don't believe me. You will, Dr. Jones. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom came out in 1984 and it was directed by Steven Spielberg and it's the second film in the Indiana Jones franchise. Funny enough, fun fact, it's actually a prequel to the iconic Raiders of the Lost Ark. But again, it's the second film we see Harrison Ford bring uh, put on his fedora, bring out a bullwhip, a, a gun possibly, and go on an archaeological find, and that is Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. A second installment in this franchise that a lot of people really love. Uh, synopsis, if you haven't seen this movie in quite a long time, it's a skirmish in Shanghai puts archaeologist Indiana Jones, his partner Short Round, and singer Willie Scott crossing paths with an Indian village desperate to reclaim a rock stolen by a secret cult beneath the catacombs of an ancient palace. So anyway, uh, growing up, Indiana Jones, again, is something I've had seen countless number of times and I'm currently showing my daughter Evelyn the franchise and even though she calls him Boring Jones I think she secretly likes the films uh, maybe not loves them as much as I do but in time maybe we, we shall see Indiana Jones the Temple of Doom is the one film in the franchise Kingdom Skull before that came out uh, that I didn't grow up on that film but anyway the first the original three was Temple of Doom was one that it was darker, a little scarier, a little more violent. Not my favorite. And it's kind of funny, growing up, I didn't like the second films in the the big three big three films of Star Wars. I didn't like the second film in the Indiana Jones franchise, so Empire and, and Temple of Doom. Didn't really care for growing up. Got a little older. I really love Empire Strikes Back, and that's actually my fifth favorite film of all time. Uh, but then we get into Temple of Doom, and I'm kind of pretty stampad. It's the third best film in the franchise out of the four movies. However, watching this last time, man, I really kind of enjoyed it. This movie so much more. I don't know if it's the 4K restoration that has to pull uh, pull my love for this movie and enhanced it. But there's just something about the swagger that Harrison Ford brings. Something about short rounds humor. And Willie Scott, I still can't stand. She's over dramatic. She screams a lot. Uh, but there's something about her that makes this movie work. And uh, I enjoy the adventure in this one. I, I actually enjoy the darker themed elements. Uh, the heart being pulled out of people's chest. Uh, this cult-like following. Uh, these mysterious stones that we're going to go find and uncover the mysteries of. And seeing us trying to help a helpless village and uh, and also find a little bit of faith in in it as well for our heroes uh, I again Harrison Ford leads this cast uh, as playing our archaeologist dr. Jones or as my daughter calls her you call her bo or call him boring Jones uh, and we also see uh, Kate Capshaw Willie Scott who plays Willie Scott uh, Ki Hu Kwan as Short Round, Amir Puri as Mola Ram, and we also see, let's see here, um, I don't know, there's a, uh, Ray Chow as Le, Le, Lao She, Roshan Seth as Chatter Loth, and Philip Stone as Captain Blumbert. Uh, obviously, there's a lot more uh, 
actors here as well. And I don't think the the side characters are in this movie are rather fascinating. This iconic looking villain, because we're so used to having the Nazis be when you associate the villains of Indiana Jones, you associate them to be Nazis. Uh, but in this one, it's not. Uh, we get this bad guy, this cult leader, uh, Mola Ram, given such a per- great performance by Merce Purry. And Merce Purry, I'm not really familiar with his filmography, so we're going to take a look. We're going to do a little deep dive inside his filmography to see what he's known for. Wow, this guy has 303 credits. And his last film came out in 2008. Well, I guess there's a film that's announced, too. It's um, But yeah, he's a really, like, guy who's been on so many things. Over the years, his very first piece of cinema that he's done, I'm continuing to scroll here. Uh, First thing he's done was a TV series in 1967. What a career this guy's had. It's called Maya. He plays a police chief there. That's pretty cool. His first movie was um, Prim Pujari. Came out in 1970. He played a character named Jerry. Um interesting little movie looks like uh, it's a dev anand movie anyway so amersh puri plays this guy molo molaram this cult leader and what i find fascinating about this character is that he just he also oozes like a charisma yeah um, i think most cultists do have a charisma behind them and but he also has this uh, maniacal laugh that he has and he has this uh power that he has in his hand you don't know it's if it's going to be something real that he's trying to uh, pull out a heart but when you actually see him pull a heart out it's you know as a kid it scared me i honestly was scared uh but honestly now it's it's it come plays across a little different but it still it pays off especially watching my daughter watch the film she you know, wasn't scared. She has a pretty good sense of what's real and what's not. But there was something like she was on the edge of her seat, I feel like, during those sequences in the temple. Uh, one of my favorite scenes, as you see Indiana Jones and Willie Scott in a short round journey through the temple, trying to figure out where the stones are, is when they go through this cavern, and short round says, under my feet it feels like fortune cookies like I'm stepping on. However, it's, it's a cave of bugs. Uh, iconic fun sequence here where Willie Scott has to push a lever and she's like there's bugs in here it's like we are going to die it's it's a great little sequence where short round and Nina Jones are in a, a room when the, the, the walls are closing in on him and Willie just cannot touch the bugs uh, we also you know as we journey through this this film this might one of my, another famous scene that I really like too is when Indiana Jones is on this rickety bridge uh, Willie and Short Round already have crossed it, but Indiana Jones is being, you know, pursued from both sides by the are in are these cultists, and he decides he's gonna cut the bridge in half and kind of go for a ride. Uh, kind of an awesome sequence there. It how it pays off. They kind of pay homage to a Raiders of the Lost Ark thing, uh, and I just like the journey. There's so much. It's actually a lot more fun than I remember having. And yeah, it still has its darker elements, but there's a lot of fun to be had in this movie. And it's it's awesome to see because you have this mine shaft ride where Indiana Jones and her Willie and Short Round are riding in a mine cart. Kind of reminds me of a level from Donkey Kong. It's 
Very awesome, very fun, very thrilling, and the score by John Williams is, is hitting and pumping through, through, and it just, it's, there's something about it, man. I think John Williams enhancing this, the, the scenes, every single scene that it is with that amazing score, that dun-da-da-da, dun-da-da, it's just, it's just fascinating, it's, just, it's a great, great cinema. And uh, I think we, I haven't mentioned Spielberg here, but uh, bringing another sequel to life, obviously I, I've talked about Lost World of Jurassic Park that he's done, and I really enjoyed that one a lot so much more after a rewatch. Uh, but watching this one again, I appreciate this movie so much more than I had ever before. And we'll see how Last Crusade holds up. I haven't seen that as time of, of, at this time of recording, but I'm sure I'm going to like it just as much. And there's something about Spielberg. He just, you know... Maybe not recent Spielberg, but you know, '90s Spielberg. Uh, there's something about what he was doing. Um, this is not even '90s Spielberg. This is '80s Spielberg. So we're even going back even more. '80s Spielberg. There's something that he captivates the the adventure that I was uh, I'm craving for in my movies. So it's it's really awesome. Um, but that's turning back a little further here. So at the PG uh, PG rating here, which is. Uh, Interesting. It'd probably be a PG-13 movie now uh, if they were making it today. But you know, I, I like it. I like the PG rating here. The uh, came out in uh, May 23rd, 1984. So it's almost celebrating. It's what almost uh, 40th, 35th, 40th anniversary. No, I can do. I can do math. <laughs> uh, yeah, about 30 year, 35th anniversary. Almost. Anyway, whatever. Uh, so May 23rd uh, came out then, and it's also his other titles, also known as Indiana Jones 2. I'm talking about the box office here. It, the budget was about $28 million. Not too bad for this uh, big franchise film here. And it made it made its budget back opening weekend, and it, made, it grossed worldwide $333 million. Just a little over that. So uh, made a lot of money. And... And no wonder they made it, <laughs> made it uh, two more films after such. The runtime is really short, too. Hour, 58 minutes. It, it flies by. Uh, it didn't even feel like it was that long. Uh, it would be interesting ever to watch this movie on the big screen, too. I think that would be a lot of fun to see how it is. Um, it did have some awards praise here. Let's take a look here. It had a couple nominations. It got uh, nominated for Best Music Original Score for John Williams. It did not win that category. But it also got Best Visual Effects, which it did win. So let's take a look here. So I, I, I was curious about who what the other nominees were for 1984 that Temple of Doom did win for. Uh, so we see a, a win for, um, what's his name, Dennis Murin, which is not the same visual effects artist that worked on the Raiders of the Lost Ark film. Has, that was Richard Edlund. But it gets even crazier. Richard Edlin did win for visuals in 1981 for Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then we get, in 1984, we have Dennis Murren win for Temple of Doom. And two other films were nominated in 1984 for, for visual effects. Both films had Richard Edlund as the visual effects uh, uh, big guy. And those two movies were Ghostbusters and 2010, the year that we make contact. So kind of fun that we have see the original visual effects guy for the first film of the franchise lose out to the guy who did the second film. Uh, really cool um, to see that kind of pan out there. Um, I don't. I'm looking at see if Indiana Jones. T 
Red Last Crusade got on there for visuals. I don't, I'm not seeing it on here, but that's a conversation for a different day. But anyway, uh, my my final thoughts really on Temple of Doom is that it's a, a kind of underappreciated. I think that everybody loves the Raiders and Last Crusade is a really fun one. No one likes Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but we kind of forget about Temple of Doom. That's usually the darker one. But then I think it's really fascinating. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing this to see if maybe I like this movie more than Last Crusade to see my franchise ranking actually changes. But Temple of Doom, man, is a solid three star film that. I think it's it's really a good underappreciated Spielberg, you know. Say what you will about the franchise, uh, if maybe franchise movies are not something you enjoy of Spielberg, you probably don't like this one. But for me, I think I I, I grew up with Indiana Jones, and so I appreciate it. I have appreciated this movie more, and as a fan of the franchise, I think this is actually. I enjoy this a lot more than I ever have before. So, Indiana Jones, The Temple of Doom is a, a great film. You guys should definitely go check out uh, as soon as you can. But anyway, that's my quick take on Indiana Jones and The Temple of Doom on this journey with Spielberg. Uh, in my next episode, Daily Notes, I usually do this, the spin of the wheel. However, I'm kind of behind on a couple things. So, I definitely need to watch Swan Song that Terry gave me for, for winning trivia a while back. Uh, and I also need to watch Punch Drunk Love. So I think the next episode will feature two reviews. They're not the same year, but I definitely need to play catch up and get those ones done. So that's what we'll be my next episode, guys. So anyway, till next time, I will see you later. <laughs> Anything goes